Right now, renting or leasing a horse may be the way forward for many riders and for many horse owners, particularly as we navigate these times we're in right now. However, it can also come with its own list of problems. And I want to talk about how you can overcome those today. Hi there, my name is Lorna Leeson and welcome to the Daily Strides podcast, the podcast for equestrians all over the world, helping you to, well at this point, just keep taking steps, one foot in front of the other, continuing to move forward and doing so in a way that hopefully will actually get you to the other side in a better place than when you went in. And I think that that is possible. It's a doable sort of a goal, but um, we do have to get intentional around it. And today I'm going to talk about the challenges that can show up when we're renting or leasing a horse, or if you have to actually rent or lease your horse, okay? And one of the big things is, I don't want to get into all the nuts and bolts of agreements and contracts and all that fun stuff. You can get that all over the internet. What I'm going to talk about is actually making progress and moving forward, because for many riders, when you are renting and leasing, a horse it can sometimes feel like trying to make progress on a riding school horse and not that you cannot do that but what makes it difficult is that you have other people on the horse as well and remember everybody who's interacting with the horse is essentially training the horse okay so you might be trying to do one thing but then it's um the people who the other people who are riding can actually be working against you in that so something as basic as responsiveness for example can um, can show up there and I want to talk about how you and the either the owner of the horse or the person who is leasing or renting your horse can actually move forward together that you can both achieve your goals but at the same time not make it so confusing for the horse okay so the first thing I am going to suggest you do in this situation is to set goals and then communicate those goals and um, I feel that very often when people are leasing, and I've seen this firsthand, they share the goals with perhaps, if, if it was somebody here, and they'd share it with myself, or if it's somebody I'm working with online, they'd share it with me, but they're not then communicating it to the other VIPs. And in this case, the other person riding the horse is a VIP, okay? Because what they are doing is going to impact your progress, okay? So really important that you set goals and then you communicate those goals to the people, the relevant people, in this case, the owner or the person leasing the horse, so that they know what you are trying to work towards. Now, I believe in setting goals, but I also believe that each goal needs to have a plan to get there. And I do believe in sharing that plan with the other rider or the other, the owner, whatever the case is as well, okay? So they need to know not just the end goal, they need to know what you're going to be doing perhaps the methods you're going to be using, how often you plan on doing it, the timeline, the different places you want to visit along this journey with you and the horse, whatever the case is, they need to know all these things, okay? It's important. The second thing I'm gonna suggest you do is you create a place where you can both check in, okay? So this could be a, for example, a private channel on WhatsApp, or it could be a private channel on Telegram or Voxer. They're, they're just different free apps that you can download onto your phone and you and the other person, whether it be the owner or the other person leasing the horse, 
can actually communicate together. And what I want you to do is that on a weekly basis at least, but what I would actually prefer you do is after each ride, so let's say you're working with the horse on one day and then the other person, let's say on a Monday, you're gonna ride the horse and the other person rides on a Tuesday and Wednesday and you ride on a Thursday and Friday, they ride on a Saturday and you ride on a Sunday or something like that. Cheekers, the poor horse, it doesn't get a day off. That's a, that's a bad example, <laughs> but you know what I mean, okay? I would suggest that after each ride, you actually just leave and I'm a huge fan of audio uh, messages and we all know I'm a talker hey but um, audio messages are quick and easy you don't have to sit down it's not, otherwise it can sometimes feel like you're typing an essay um, so if you just left a quick audio lesson look I uh, an audio lesson an audio message and you say look I worked on XYZ, I noticed there was a little bit of stiffness or I noticed there was maybe a little bit of resistance or actually it went really well and he worked excellent. Our focus seemed to around maybe the 25 minute mark, he got tired, whatever the case is, okay? Whatever happened in your ride or in your session with your horse, just record it there. First of all, it's really good for you to be able to go back on it because I know that, you know, I always suggest writers make a writing journal, but I do know that most writers don't, okay? Um, so um, it's really good place for you to actually go back and listen, but also then the other person can check in and when they are then working the horse, they can also pick up on things. And very often it opens the, it's, it actually is really beneficial, okay? Um, a lot of people think of renting or leasing or sharing a horse as being um, very difficult to move forward. But when you do it right, I feel that it can actually be really beneficial and you actually get to learn from another person, okay? And not that that person needs to be 100 miles ahead of you down the road, but you can learn from potentially their mistakes or you can learn from potentially what they're doing, okay? So keep that in mind. So get yourself set up with the other person on some sort of a private channel that's just the two of you um, and use it. And the other thing I just want to say about those apps that I just mentioned what I also enjoy and I feel that as an equestrian would really help is you can record the messages when you are not connected to the internet and then when you go into an, an area or maybe a Wi-Fi zone or whatever the case is, the messages will just say and then they'll sit there until you go into the zone, which I find for many equestrians is useful because I know that there are many people who when they're at the barn or the yard or in the arena, I personally sit with this problem, there's just no internet, it doesn't work. We have internet in the house, we have Wi-Fi in the house, but as soon as we step outside the house, there is no cell phone signal. We, nothing works once we step out of the house. So I can actually record stuff when I'm out in the arena or whatever the case is, and then we can go from there. So keep that in mind as well, that works really well, okay? now. The next thing I'm gonna suggest is as you're making your plan, okay, and bearing in mind the, the other person is probably not going to have the same goals you have, okay? And that's fine, but you can work around that because what I would suggest you guys doing is sitting down, even if it's just once a month, and choosing exercises, different exercises, but exercises that you can both approach using the filter of the goal that you have in mind, okay? So, for example, everyone knows I love a good serpentine, okay? 
<laughs> because a serpentine you can work on so many different things it doesn't matter what you're working on you can somehow look at it through that filter and you can work on the serpentine through that filter okay so um, just what I mean here is that you're not doing random stuff that you can try and coordinate your working now, does this mean this poor horse gets hammered six days a week doing one exercise no and that's why I recommend choosing some different exercises as well okay but it's nice to be able to know that you are both working on the same thing. You're both on the same page. It keeps the horse, it keeps a kind of a certain consistency with the horse as well moving forward. So for example, a, a kind of something that's very counterproductive in this case would be if one rider is out just galloping around fields like a crazy person enjoying themselves and the other rider is trying to do dressage. You could see that there'd be a bit of an issue there yeah okay so just important that the two of you are on the same sheet you choose exercises that you can both work on but that you can work on through your unique and individual filter of your goals okay and what you need to work on to achieve your goals and again there's so many different exercises there and in fact if you're struggling with this I'm going to invite you to jump over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash group. You can join my free online community there and there's a link to it and um, you can just ask me and I will jump inside of the group and I'll help you out. No problem at all. So um, you can do that as well. I'm inviting you to go do that as well. Similar exercise and then use different filters. So each of your individual and unique filters in order to make the exercises work. The final thing I'm going to suggest you do, and you know, it's something that I suggest all riders do, but I feel that really and truly it's important if you're going to be working with another rider on the same horse and you each are working on your individual goals and you do want to move forward with those goals is having a monthly review figure out what worked what didn't work and then being able to make adjustments as it goes on so you might have discovered hold on um i've noticed that on tuesdays he did that the horse just seems very tired or a little lifeless and what may actually be showing up there is perhaps it's something that the person's doing the day before on their ride. And it's by actually communicating this, by openly communicating this. And the only way you're going to do this is by having a review and actually being able to see the patterns, okay? And this is why I stress, stress that this is so important. But by being able to communicate that, you guys can then learn and figure out a way to actually work together, okay? So that you can both do whatever it is you want to do, but in a way that complements each other as opposed to working against each other, okay? And um, I really do feel that in the coming weeks and months, we are going to see more and more riders having to work together on individual horses in order to make to make horse riding still feasible and still attainable, okay, in this current I don't know, global situation we're sitting in. And I just feel that rather than seeing it as something that you cannot move forward, I want you to take it as being a learning situation and how you can actually, if you work correctly with this other person, and you can do this by leading, eh? you can show up and lead here. You can, and even if the other person is not open initially, I'm sure that once they get into it and once they see the benefits you get from it, they will be open and they will come around to you, okay? But you can actually show up here, you can really and truly make this work for both yourself, for the other rider, and maybe most importantly, for the horse as well. Okay, I hope you have a great week. Keep well and 
As I said, reach out, join me inside of the group, and I'd absolutely love to chat with you in there. There's going to be so many trainings going in there now over the coming weeks that you can use and ideas and different things just to help keep you going, keep you moving forward, which I feel is so important right now. And if you still are struggling and you don't know what to do, go over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash plan. I have a free week's writing plan there for you to download and use. And you can use it this coming week in your writing to help keep you moving forward. Okay, have a great week. Keep well, and I'll chat to you soon. Be good. Bye.